So hello and a very warm welcome to all the semi street listeners and viewers today and today we have a very interesting discussion coming up for you especially if you are anywhere related to education or academic and most of us like me you know if if at all you know we are in, related to education is through and as a parent and uh, that is very important that how education and academics have have seen this whole transformation potentially in last few months in fact last 12 months what we have seen so that's why you know it's it's our pleasure to you know have miss dolly goriawala uh, principal of star international school dubai uh, she is from uh, you know uae and she's been there for like more than decades couple of decades and uh, you know how she has adopted and how her school has adopted technology is something which we all should know and the benefits that that you know education technologies have brought or the challenges that this education technologies or edutech what we call it in common terms have brought for her academic uh, you know activities uh, engagements with students as well as the parents so she will definitely let us know about her observations experiences and obviously opinion on how we probably can take this uh, you know edutech to the next level thank you very much ms dolly uh, first of all welcome to the show and and definitely i would like to start with this point that last 12 months how do you look at these last 12 months for your Uh, school as well as you know the digital transformation the rapid digital transformation that has happened uh, at your academic institution good morning face lovely question so i would say the digital technologies they're having a great impact on the education sector there are new opportunities it's helping us to maximize efficiencies to create collaboration to reduce costs but i believe that the transformation you will see is that it's succeeding in making schools collaborative and all children interactive let me give you a small example of my own school star international we had smart boards but we also used books mm-hmm. now everything is digital and we've had to redesign the workspace and to facilitate student learning mm-hmm. and we've got to see that our children are developing independence which is good and their problem solving skills which is also good so we're moving to the 21st century mm-hmm. exactly exactly and and uh, you know from the perspective of uh, you know student engagement what exactly you uh, would like to say because you know this all has started and suddenly you know everything has to be set up in place and in uh, you know with regards to uh, the adoption of technology on the other side you know at your level definitely it was a, again a rapid challenge in time rapid adoption was required but on the other side you know when when we have uh, digital users with a different maturity level with a different you know digital preferences they have been you know consuming digital uh, on a different pace altogether but when they have got this particular thing and their parents obviously what is their uh, you know 
experience and how uh, technology has helped you to you know gain their interest level and gain their attention levels and adoption okay so well children will always be children hmm. and uh, fitting them into a new system will take some time before a sense of routine and a, a sense of ease sets in you have to understand that before their home was a comfort zone but now this home this bedroom of theirs has changed yes. character hmm. and home has now become school or it has you could say home has doubled up as a classroom Mm. and so important to remember that children are more behaviorally or orientated so when the home and the school have interchanged places it's difficult for children mm. you know parents are expressing so much concern that technology is uh, making the children addictive and they are um, spending screen time all the time mm. but i would say uh, it depends on the amount of supervision that the parents put in Exactly. online platforms i believe they can be a distraction hmm. uh, sometimes there's a difficulty in focusing for the children hmm. but if we make it um how would i put this if we motivate our children hmm. and get them to know that the task that we require from them will hmm. take this amount of time and of course we not really bribe them but we always motivate them that there are points to be earned certificates to be earned recognition to be had celebrations to be had then children respond much better to praise exactly exactly so these are like you know i mean uh, parenting itself has to have you know certain amount of amendments and uh, that's how you know technology can be managed this is what is I want to say one more thing you know we now with Microsoft Teams which is what I'm using at present often uh, Google as well we try to reduce zoom because um, there are confidentiality issues there but we find that Microsoft Teams has come out with a lot of new uh, areas where children can now talk to each other so the ones who are learning from home as distance learners they can communicate with the children who are face to face learners and it also helps that you know they can write in the chat box or they can speak directly to their friends and technology has really moved ahead exactly exactly yes it is it is uh you know as an as an uh, you know school head and as an uh, you know as a business head also of the of the uh, you know school as an organization how do you look at these 12 uh, months or 13 months when the you know pandemic have entered in our lives and especially you know you had to implement a lot of new things uh, ensure that you know the the work should should continue and and uh, you know the services or the education uh, services should be delivered the way they should be so as an entrepreneur i mean from a from a principal standpoint now as an entrepreneur how do you look at this okay so um giving a very simple response is that technology has enhanced our communication right now while it's too early to judge the effects of distance learning on student performance because really at the end at the heart of studies is um, the outcome that we expect from our children 
so we are looking at distance learning and we are thinking how will the children adapt themselves to this e-learning model which is the only way forward if we want to maintain continuity of education for over 1 million students in the UAE and so the success of any e-learning model and this i've learned from experience really uh, you know especially at a primary and secondary school level it depends on um, i would say it depends on finding the right balance between asynchronous work and synchronous work so when i say synchronous it would be a collaborative form of information and instruction Mm-hmm. and asynchronous would be which, which is what we normally do uh, on uh, offline days is mm-hmm. we give them project based learning mm-hmm. so we put up the homework or the assignment whatever we want done on seesaw or mm-hmm. for the secondary students on edmodo and then the children so that's why it's called asynchronous it's self paced children can use these uh, assignments whenever they have the time they don't have to be stuck to the screen all the time plus you know they share uh, a laptop or an ipad with a sibling it's not that every family has an ipad for every single child so sometimes asynchronous work is also very helpful for families Hmm. One more thing I'd like to say is that what we we try to do is ever since we shifted from face to face learning hmm. to a blended form of learning where hmm. we have uh, 60 or 70 percent of the children coming to school, which we hmm. call face to face learners, and then we have our DL, our distance learners. and we find that we need to make this transition or this process very fluid so that we don't overwhelm the children who are at home with new technology so we try to stick to the tried and tested i would say this experience that's your question really how has this experience been it's been like a great learning curve not just for children for educators as well probably more for us exactly exactly and uh, you know one more thing is uh, you know what are your uh, you know expectations and what are your observ- you know basically the predictions based on your experience uh, how would this going to have a long term impact because a lot of things have been implemented in a very short time and and it was all rushed implementation the tech entered into the education system with a with you know i think with hours of activity not even weeks or days you know it was like in within few hours within few a couple of days you know everything has to be shifted to digital mode now do you see that the maturity level is going to come now you see uh, you know do you see the kind of uh, escalation going to come and with with more uh can say uh, control on education delivery through technology yeah so at present uh, phase what's happening is people are calling this the new normal mm-hmm. now i know that's such a cliche you know because mm-hmm. education is evolving yes evolving rather and we we've had like you said we've had to make such rapid changes in such a short period of time Exactly. but i would say if you look at the future if my prediction of the future of education delivery were to be asked i would say like in the next 
ten years, I would see probably the some key changes. One is that technology would continue to play a crucial part in education. I don't see that uh, when people say, "All right, everyone is vaccinated now, we go back to the old normal." Mm. That is a thing of the past. I don't think we will see that again. It will go into uh, history along with the dinosaurs. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So I feel that technology will, you know, continue. to take uh, uh, prominence in the classrooms there will be virtual classrooms and there will be uh, ways that we will be supporting our children but for example and i'd like to add this here i'm very proud of this there are ways that we can also enhance education of other children in less advantaged parts of the world so dubai's technology is brilliant but we've now built up uh, in zanzibar with a sina school um, so we built a partnership where we hope to educate them we also hope to hold auctions and collect money and you know uh, support them financially but mainly we hope to educate these children so now our children are using technology to make videos for those children how to do phonics how to do certain things how to do science experiments which are now being sent to those children to take mm-hmm. their education forward so that's a change that we will see mm-hmm. another change that i would expect is that curriculums will be redesigned mm-hmm. because you now have to change to virtual learning environments and mm-hmm. while we all say we are using vles it's like overnight they are mushrooming up all these new uh, apps that are coming up that are making uh, mm-hmm. education ever so easy yeah so that's what's happening 21st century skills exactly that's very 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 interesting and very key insightful uh, thank you so much story uh, and thank you so much for giving time i hope for the viewers and the listeners that this conversation has has brought us some very interesting insightfuls especially with regards to the curriculum and the kind of entire you know academic structuring which is definitely going to have uh, technology in uh, you know for the future also so i definitely wish you best of luck uh, ma'am and uh, thank you so much for joining sme street it's been a pleasure thank you thank you ma'am <laughs>